I was showing the advertising trees on my knuckles. Hey guys, we're your hosts. Hi. <laughs> we're your hosts, Isadora Torres and Kaidi Wong, and this is per my last email, Advertising's Emotional Debrief. So this is our first episode. Um just to call out, this is not sponsored by any agency or company. This is scrappy as fuck. We are in my living room right now recording, so just know this is coming from a place of love. It's a really labor nice of love. View, though. It is a really nice view of white <laughs> curtains, East Harlem. So before we get into the why of like why this podcast exists, I think it's super important to know who the fuck we are. But before we begin to who we are, as in the voices that you're hearing now, special, special shout out to our designer, the person who is behind the look and feel this entire thing. My best friend, Gabriella Narvaez. <laughs> she is the best. She is literally the creative brain. So if you know her, shout her out because she is a gem. So switching gears to who we are, um, I think we can do this like interview style. I'll start off. Hi again. <laughs> I'm Isadora Torres. I'm born and raised in California, but migrated to the East, so New York base. I am an account person, but I came, I became an account person via social and brand strategy. Don't ask me how I got there, but I am. I've been in and out of creative agencies, and I generally work with clients in both the CPG and tech space, sometimes uh, retail. So yeah, that's me. So I'm Kaidi Wong, um, and I'm a copywriter, creative director. I was born and raised in Queens, New York. And my experience mostly is in beauty, fashion, and lifestyle and entertainment. Um, I work mostly in more boutique agencies. I think I kind of ran away from the big agency world because of the, like, the horrible bro culture. But yeah, I work on digital, social, creating content, doing 360 campaigns, you know, all that good shit. <laughs> The good shit that pays the fucking bills. <laughs> if you weren't advertising, what would you be doing? Um, this question is so cumbersome because I feel <laughs> I feel it makes me reevaluate my whole life <laughs> in many ways. Because there are many like ways to answer this question. Because I'm like, okay, if I had the skills for math or science like I think I would be a doctor maybe. I like that yeah like as someone has asked me my friend was like oh is that because you know your Asian daughter guilt of like wanting your parents like expectations I'm like no my parents actually don't give a fuck what I do but I think I just kind of feel like maybe it's my I went to Catholic school my entire life so I have this Catholic guilt of like I need to help people if I could but besides that, with, like, the skills I have now, <laughs> I would probably be working in film or maybe in music. Probably. Mm, I get that. Mm. Um, if I weren't doing advertising, I think I would be default. The more practical choice would be a nurse. Yes, because I'm Filipino, but also because steady money. You get real hours. I don't know. It just seems like a whole nice life balance. So I would stick to that. But if I had to choose something like actually fun. But what's I, a fun job? I don't know. Too, I feel like cause... everyone's like, yeah. I think if, I think my, nat- my natural inclination is to choose something like super creative, like a TV script show writer or something. Yeah. But I also think it's because like I really like the show Insecure. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'd love to talk about like real relationships, especially with like people of color. But I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Because, like, once it becomes your job, I feel it's not fun anymore. Like, even with 
if you asked me years ago, I probably would have wanted to work in fashion. And now that I'm sort of in that world-ish, I'm just like, I don't really care that much. Like, I do like it to a degree, but once it becomes work, it's like another beast. I don't know. I also think like some people can find happiness within pockets of it. That's true. So yeah, all those yeah, people yeah. that are like, it's not work if it's something you love. That's bullshit though. <laughs> I think that's like what millennials were sold on of like, oh, if you find a job you love, you'll never have to work a day in your life. It's like, no, you, you're still going to have to work. Like there will be times you enjoy it. Like there are times I enjoy my job, but I'm getting paid for a reason. They're paying me for a reason. And it's not because, oh, I'm having fun every day. Well, I'm more cynical. <laughs> I'm the cynical part of this podcast. Which you haven't is, noticed. Which it may be the actual perfect segue as to why we're doing this. So first thing to like cross off, this is not like a technical podcast. We're not here to talk about the latest trends in like programmatic advertising oh. or what's new in experiential activations. Um, mm, this is yeah. a podcast that's purely focused around creating a space for folks like us who are in a very special time in our careers where we're not super senior, we're not junior, we're people of color who work in mostly white spaces. And it's just really figuring out and finding a space to talk about the emotional nuances in what we do. And it's really just giving a spotlight to folks who are often left out of the larger traditional media narrative, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to advertising. I think so much of the time when we think of folks in advertising, the typical mouthpieces are, let's face it, like old white men. And that's mm-hmm. just not representative of who we are and also not representative, I think, of uh, the emotional grind, I'd say, about what we do. I mean, there is obviously the grind in itself of, like, working in advertising. It's super tough. But I do think there's an emotional there's an emotional aspect of it, like any other job. But I think in what we do, because we are such a huge piece of culture in some way, I think that, like, we need to take that into consideration a little bit more. Yeah, and I think people expect somehow, too, that once you enter an office space that you're supposed to immediately turn off your emotions like you know as a woman you're not supposed to cry like you're not supposed to raise your voice and you can't be in this place where you're expressing any sort of feeling so I think really for both of us in a way this is therapy and a way for us to be honest because it's really hard to have these sort of conversations in an agency world where you don't feel like you're or like I've tried to have these conversations and I always feel like if the other person isn't a person of color, then they get deeply, deeply uncomfortable and don't know how to navigate. And again, like I think even when I've had conversations with like POC, it's typically always like a frustration, I think mostly. And I'm just wondering like, And I think this is what we've talked about before. Like, is this a ladder we want to climb up, period? Especially since we are a little bit later in our careers. There is also, like, an ageism in the industry. Like, I'm not old, so I'm not there yet. But I do know that eventually I will get there, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we're here to talk about everything from mental health to, again, like, the grind to, like, anything in between. It doesn't necessarily have to be, again, specific to, like trends what's for what we forecast future future forecasting all that fun stuff that we typically do in a day-to-day it's really just taking a moment to reassess where we are and also just like take a breather man yeah we'll also have guests so don't you worry you're not gonna just hear from me and Kaidi all the time 
Guests will come on our show and just note that because we totally get it. Um, guests might come as anonymous. They are as open as they want to be. Um, we just want to create a safe space for people to just be themselves and be able to remove the colloquial like office mask mm-hmm. and just generally talk about the things that really matter to them in those moments. So it's like fishbowl, but with like actual substance. Oh yeah, that weird app. That yeah. I tried to make it <laughs> I kept getting fucking alerts, and I was like, "Is someone from an old agency trying to like?" I don't know. It's so weird. It was really I weird. I thought it was someone I was dating from an old agency. I was like, "Who else has my number?" So. I also felt like I was getting trolled. Like at some point, yeah. I'm like, "There's no way." I mean, again, this is I, what's special about this is that we should have healthy conversations about pay wages. We should have healthy conversations Fuck about yeah. yeah, all these important things that Salary. we we talk about with each other. Let's talk about it with everyone. That's kind of it. This is the why. This is who the fuck we are, and I hope you guys enjoy. We're going to give you a bit of sample of the things that we talked about in a couple past days. And um, this is what you guys should look forward to. Bye. Bye. How do you guys love it so much? And, you know, the thing that goes back to me all the time that my friend had asked me a long time ago is, like, do you want your boss's boss's job? And I think about that all the time. And advertising, it's just so rough like I don't know and that's the thing like that's the thing I keep going back to like I don't know why am I ruining the world um but I don't I don't know how you it's hard to exist I think as a person in 2019 period and feel like you're not complicit in some system oh yeah we're completely I don't know maybe that's an excuse but like it's also because it is yeah in its own right it is huge in its own right but you know I also think it's you know, as someone who's Filipino, I'm also fucking tired of saying like Filipinos be represents either maids yeah. <laughs> or like just housekeepers. Like every book I've read in the last year, it's so fucked up to me that every time Filipino Filipino person mentioned as either a sex worker randomly or like maid, and it's only in my real life people even talk about them being nurses. But like realistically, it's, I just don't even see that re- represented in the media. So it, it's it like, is like interesting what you're saying about being a reflection of culture because I I do think I completely agree with that but I think it's like okay but also what responsibility especially like with beauty standards for instance yeah do I have like on young girls by casting like girls who maybe like just don't look as traditionally pretty in yeah. ways like there are different ways to be beautiful and it's something that I actually like think about a lot because even when I was younger I used to like read all these fashion magazines and I remember seeing an Asian girl in like a teen vogue or like 17 spread and I cut it out and I put it like on my wall and it's funny now because fast forward to 2019 and China's a fucking superpower so everyone wants Chinese money Mm -hmm. and now brands are specifically asking for Chinese models and it doesn't feel better to me and I wish it did because I'm like there's nothing wrong with that but the same time there's some things wrong with white people (laughs) fair totally fair (laughs) yeah there are but But I have white friends so I'm not racist (laughs) what is that called inversive racism good job um, or what is it? They are like reverse discriminated. I'm like, you can't be discriminated if you're the majority. 
consistently and like history has been in your favor. Yeah, I don't think they remember that, so. It's like all like amnesia. Um, but yeah, like when you look at their company bios or whatever the hell, it's like a majority of the same thing. And it's like the idea of diversity, did, you know, should not only reflect diversity of thought, which is always like the, the whole supporting thing of like, we don't just hire people of color, we, just, we hire diversity of thought. But like, they don't, like I've never. Yeah. I've never met anyone necessarily who I'm like, oh my God, you think so wildly different. And I think partially it's because I think the industry attracts a certain type of person. So this is for my last email. Uh, like and subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to us. Make this happen. Like, like us. Comment. Let us get validation. We just need sponsors. Let, can we record in a real studio? Everlane. Sus subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> okay. Bye.